0: enough DJ that's enough we are live today Cantina MX podcast I'm your host Jaime Landeros today we have a double pack me and uh, Joel are gonna be tackling this double jornada that's going on as we speak and uh, a lot of drama going on in Guadalajara and uh, Marco Fabian is no longer homeless so we're gonna be gonna talk about all
1: this stuff Joel how are we doing tonight Doing good, man. Chivas finally won. They had uh, broken a record of Chivas history, which was three games without being able to score a goal. But,
0: <laughs> and, uh,
1: uh, but that's all in the past now.
0: Holy smokes. Since our last episode, uh, Chivas lost their... Like you mentioned, against Puebla. They lost their third game in a row. Third, They made history by uh, being the first time in their history that they didn't score a goal in the first three jornadas. And that was enough for Fernando Tena to get fired. Uh, and um, we don't know who's behind this, but uh, I'm, my guess is Belas, but I, I don't know. Some of the players were a little bit unhappy in the dressing room when they found out. And then today we officially... Uh, Announced uh, Vucic as the as the new head coach, and he already had his first session of training. So, well, uh, how do we feel about this?
1: <laughs> I'm I'm confused. I, I know mm-hmm. I know a lot of chivarmanos did not like Tena. Uh, they didn't like his style of play, uh, but but to me that that's that's not the most important thing. Uh, to me, is the results getting to Liguilla and and just break that what it's been what five tournaments with no liguilla. I know it's an easy mode right now, twelve with twelfth place team being able to qualify. But I mean it's 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 also like that habit of of letting a project, you know, at least at least let let the Proceso run its course. And I don't mean he has to stay there two years, but at least let him finish the season. And and uh, his numbers weren't really bad. If we look at them, he, he um, before the tournament was canceled, which was the the clausura, he had the team in fifth place. His last four games were three wins and a draw. Uh, so, I mean, that's, those aren't bad, to, you know, if, if we saw the overall the points the team was making and, and, and and the the results they were there. Uh, the preseason he he took the, the team to the final. They lost to Cruz Azul. Um and and that's and that's the other thing that he basically got fired for losing one game because he didn't start the season. Uh, if you guys recall, he had COVID and he had to uh, stay at home, so it was his assistant that coached the first guess
0: it was the first two games yeah um this guy gets everybody sick <laughs> he's quarantined for two weeks you know so he's having um uh coyote pretty much coach the team while he's gone and then uh right after he got sick you know we lost what like five players we lost vega we lost uh, nene Beltran. Uh, i think peralta as well and and it's just like he got some of the team sick and then, you know, we we go on this terrible streak and uh, he get, he gets fired. So I think the biggest the biggest issue I have with this is you had all this downtime, all this quarantine time to, you know, uh, quote-unquote rebuild. I wouldn't say we were in a rebuilding season because we kind of did all the, our purchases last season. But you had all this time, all this opportunity that, hey, you know, Maybe we should go coach shopping. You know, Vucetich was available during the quarantine, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it
1: seems like well, you, go ahead. But, but see, but but see, why would you do that if the team was doing good? Like, why you had just you had just uh, given the coach the vote of confidence at the start of the season, and then throughout the season, he's getting the results. So it, it just doesn't make sense that they would say, okay, let's replace him. Mm, it's just, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, I mean, he was in fifth place. He was right in line for yeah. For so I think something happened. I don't know if, you know, between Tena and Amauri or Tena and Pelayas. Surprisingly, Pelayas never came out to give a statement, uh, not even with the first two losses. I don't recall him saying anything or giving Tena a vote of confidence. So I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. We're probably not gonna know for a long time.
0: Somebody banged somebody's it, wife. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't think. I don't, I don't think it was results. I don't think it was you know results, what? and I think fans just exaggerate too much. They, yeah. They're quick to forget. they mean. Yeah,
0: you, you, uh, you bring up a good point because I'm looking back at the the canceled season, uh, the Clausura of two, uh, 2020. Uh Chivas were yes. were on a good run. They had uh they were in fifth position. They had four victories, four draws, only two losses, and they were, you know, they were doing really well. Um Yeah,
1: and the losses the losses was to Tigres, which was the 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 bad loss, three zero, and then to Cruz Azul, I think two to one. But I mean those are those are uh they were stronger teams. Yeah. Uh so losing to them is no no big deal, you don't want to lose with teams that are lower than you, so yeah, so that's you know that's not that that's like to be expected you know when they when they plan out the season, they're like they kind of have an idea, okay, these are the teams we could beat, we could probably take a point from here and and these are where we were expected to lose, so I don't think it was out of the norm, you know those results weren't really uh especially with a lot of new players that had just came in.
0: Um, maybe you know this, but where was Wustitich during this whole time? Because was he available or was he not available? I know he was, he was, he was, he was with Querétaro, right?
1: Yes. Well, he, he agreed to return and then, um, I believe they even announced him, but then he couldn't come to an agreement. Hmm. Uh, he couldn't come into a green fight like financially, so, he ended up just like not, and 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 he. It's a good thing he didn't because had he had he coached the game and even just won, he would not have been available. Mm.
0: Yeah, I, it's just the reason I asked this is because when Thena came in to replace Tomas Boy, it kind of felt like one of those. You know, it's like when you got a leak. You got a leak on a boat and you kinda just try and find whatever's available to kind of stick in there so it stops the leak. <laughs> I, that's kinda how I feel like Dana's tenure at Chivas, you know, at least in the beginning. But he had a respectable uh uh resume, you know, he won he helped win the gold uh the gold medal in London and, and well, he was the
1: coach, yeah. Yeah, he was the coach.
0: Um, so you kind of start to believe in this, I, this quote, like long-term project, you know, Pelaz is there, they get all these great signings and it kind of felt like, okay, the team's starting to like come together. And then, uh, you come into the preseason with uh, Copa por Mexico and Chivas look really good and, uh, they lose the finals at Cruz Azul. And then come the, the, the actual league starts and it's like a completely different team and it's a completely different scenario we went from like super chivas it's like that dog me went from like super buff to like the little little puppy man it's just like like something happened he wasn't
1: available for the first two which is yeah okay how how are you gonna blame him yeah and and no i do think like his profile and then again i know a lot of fans they don't trust him or they don't they don't believe in him but i think he had the right profile just like he had, he has two, he's won the league twice. Cruz Azul, which was Cruz Azul's last league 97.
0: win. Like 97. Wow.
1: 97, but hey man, miracle worker. If you get Cruz Azul to win. And then he won it with Morelia in 2000. So I mean. Wow. If you go in with Morelia, dude, come on. Dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that was it, 20 it years gives ago. gives
1: me some confidence. But yeah, it was. But then as coaching youth, which is, I think it's an important thing for Chile, especially if they're going to be relying on Cantera and, and young players. I mean, he had he had the, um, you know what he had, the Olympic gold? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And he, he had been coaching, but he had been coaching the youth through uh, I the think
0: under 23. Two
1: long tournament. Yeah, two long tournament and Pan American games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wait, I
0: think did he win the Toulon? Uh, um, not sure, but um... yeah. With then, are you are you still there, Hawaii? I wasn't sure if you. Could. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. With, with with then, it's just like like you. It just seems like this was a very what's the word? It's like the the decision. Do you
1: want to do Wait. sorry, but he won it. He won the Toulon tournament in 2012 with Héctor Herrera as the best player. Uh, And Marco Fabian was the top scorer with seven goals. I mean, and that was in 2012. I mean, that's... Yeah. I I think if, hey, you've got these good results at the youth level and you've proven you... I, I don't know, man. These fans are pretty harsh when it comes to some of the coaches where it's like... He has all these good achievements, and all of a sudden he's trash because the team doesn't play the way you like.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like know, an uh, impulsive decision, which we still don't know who who made that call, but it could be something like uh, maybe a missed, I don't know, maybe he lost the locker room. Or maybe it was he had issues with with uh, the higher ups or the front office, but whatever the case may be, it definitely felt like an impulse decision. And maybe the talks with Vucetich—I want to know how premeditated this this decision was, because it seems like they were able to bring in Vucetich quite swiftly. I mean, <laughs> they announced his his departure uh, right after like the Puebla game, and uh, that was like on a Saturday or Sunday, and then you know. Or Today was the official unveiling of of Vucetich. So it's like, man, this must have been premeditated, man. Because they, it's like, you know, you got like a a chick that you've been kind of like talking to, but then you got (laughs) the real chick chick that you've been kind of going after for a while. And then she finally (laughs) breaks up with her, her fucking dope boy or dopey boyfriend and she's available and you just come in and swoop, man, you just come in and, and, and pull the robbery and uh, Wusticich is, is a, I mean, this guy needs no introduction.
1: You're trying to say they, they make the bet for him I don't, and set him up for the fail. I don't know, I, man. I, I, I wouldn't put that, you know, we've seen stuff like that in Liga MX. One of the main things I could probably think about is Tena being associated with Hurtado, uh, the, the player agent, I think. In mm. a while back, I don't even remember, they had that picture where it was like, Dena Cardoso and Boy, like at a restaurant. Oh, okay. And and the, the dude was there and, and I know that's always been one of Pelaya's uh I would say setbacks where he always like he doesn't seem to have uh like he doesn't seem to play ball with with a lot of these uh what are they like agents that, mm. that have a lot of sway and influence. In Liga MX, and that's like that was one pretty much the main reason he got booted out of Cruz Azul. You know, he wasn't taking players from their usual handler. he was bringing in through his own, through his own avenues. And uh, I know that was that was one of the big reasons they came and they they booted him out, especially because uh, you know these agents they, they not only represent players but coaches. So that could have been a thing where it's like, um, you're not the players that... but just brought a bunch of young guys, and I think then I wasn't playing them. And then that could have been to me one of the reasons where it's like, okay, we brought these guys. We're not going to bring anyone else, you know, if you're not going to play them, because we're not going to replace them with with players from, from your, you know, from your camp.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on, but moving on to Greener Pastures, Vusetic, this guy, they call him King Midas. He's got five titles, uh, four different clubs. He's won with Leon, he's won with Tecos, he's won with Pachuca, and most recently with, with Rayados and Monterrey, he's also won some Conca Champions Leagues, three of them in fact. This guy, you know, he's he's a proven Commodity. This guy is exactly what Chivas need, don't you think?
1: Uh, yeah, it is. It is. It is for me. But I, I, I just, I don't know how long it might take them. That's, that goes out to my Chi t- hermanos. Cry too much, <laughs> and it, results aren't always immediate. It could take a while. But, I mean, I don't think they should always expect the, the team to start playing, you know, off the bat. Uh, and, and it's one of the discussions I was having before then. I was saying like even if you look at Almeida's record.
0: Oh yeah, um, he had a terrible, terrible, terrible start.
1: Yeah, yeah. When he started his first full season, well, basically they brought him in to like to rescue the season, which he didn't. He still failed to make Liga, right? And then um, and then he had his first start now, where he had the team. He had, had the team for preseason. He had the team from the following season, and he couldn't get a win. It it took him, it took him until match week nine, to for the team to finally win. Uh, and and then even in Liguillas, it took him six games into Liguilla. The first four games they were both against America, so he couldn't. I mean, that guy struggled too. Yeah. And 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 I'm not pointing it out to say that he sucks. This is just to say, hey, look, even this guy that. Everyone praises. Even he had a hard time, and it took him a while. And if and if they wouldn't have held on to him, he wouldn't have achieved all of that. He ended up achieving with the team. So uh, I do think, I mean, just for the fans, just to be a bit more, more, uh, you know, conscious of, of, of how this is. Because sometimes we just remember. We'll remember things a certain way. You know, we forget. Yeah.
0: We always we'll forget how... <laughs> Yeah, you forget the struggle, you know. You forget the beginning, um, but uh, I think with with Vučić, I watched the entire press conference uh, yes this morning. So I had a few a few things that I that I wrote down. Um, they they asked him what are the things that need to get fixed and he he was very uh, adamant about how you know hey you know this team is on a great trajectory there's really not much that needs fixing the biggest thing that i'm going to try and implement immediately is self esteem confidence and intensity so you know that's basically you know from an outsider's perspective he was he was seeing this team and he was he noticed like these things more of the mental side of the game he's going to be helping these players he said that, you know, the team has a lot of individual talent, but they're failing at working together, you know, and, and kind of getting everyone working as a team. Um, so that was one of the things he pointed out. Also, they asked him, you know, what are your short term and, and long term goals? He said the short term goal obviously is positive results. Long term goals is championships. And they asked him, is this the biggest challenge of your career? He said, yes. He says every coach aspires to be at a club like Chivas in their career, you know, and he's finally there, so he's really excited about the opportunity um just some of the things that he said in the in the presser today um
1: yeah, well, I wish him well, and I know he wanted to at least he's like at the end of his coaching career, he's like sixty five so this could probably be his last his last run, you know how old is uh how old is tuka tuka's tuka's up there in age as well they're both in the like their mid late 60s 66 uh, let's okay ask, let's ask the internet oh you already yeah he's 66 and i believe uh Busse is 65 yeah so they're, they're ah. i mean
0: what are you gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna do when you retire you're gonna be a panelist on espn or something no, like
1: <laughs> but, but you can't you can't You get to that age where it's uh, just the living on the road, you know? Oh, I see. And just the constant traveling and being in airports. And it's just like, God, I just don't want to deal with this right now. I see. Uh, Yeah, for some, I mean, for some, 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 some love that stuff. But some of them, you know, but, but I mean, there's not that many coaches past 70.
0: Arsen Wenger, I mean, he was going C now towards the end, you know, but he's he's seventy are you
1: talking by himself.
0: Um, um, I I don't remember how old Fergie was when he stepped down from Man United, but he was he was up there in age too.
1: Yeah, but but I think um, just with Alex Ferguson, because he was not. I don't think those guys are your. He's seventy eight right now. Yeah, and so he retired what.
0: 2013? 2013. Uh, 2013.
1: So 70, 71. So he, yeah. See, so I mean, that's what yeah. I'm saying. You don't see that many coaches past 70, mm. at least not like in the hot seat. Sometimes they're part of the club. Yeah. Uh, in some administrative uh, level or like just overseeing that stuff, which I wouldn't mind. I think she was, has been lacking that, you know, having people like that. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. They got a circus running, man, 24-7. You know, they need people they bring, with some some brains.
1: Yeah, they would bring people that were non-soccer and have them. Didn't they I, bring, I like, like, a a, of,
0: a doctor? I mean, they brought, like, a doctor in or something. I don't know.
1: They, <laughs> yeah, they, they had all types. I, but at one time, I think Vergara had, like, a... Like a council, like a little five five man group. I don't remember who was in it, but I mean, if you could have some people, like especially like with a teach that have that that big track record, I mean, I'll
0: I'll be honest. He's why he's, why
1: not? I mean, I what I, I
0: can't think of any coach Chivas have had in history that has this kind of resume. I mean, he might be the best coach we've ever signed.
1: Just by, yeah, on results alone, yeah, with league, especially league, uh, in a long time, in a long time, I would have to go and see some of the older coaches. But, yeah,
0: Chivas hasn't really
1: been bringing anyone of renombre.
0: Chivas are the type of club that, like, you create your own, like, legend here, but you you had a blank slate, you know, so, like, Chepo and stuff. He didn't really have, like, that manager experience until... So he, no,
1: he was. It was like his first. He had been assistant. Yeah. He had worked on, their, um, on La Puente, which is like I'm, a, a really good coach to learn from.
0: I'm on uh, Wikipedia. So, I mean, I'm looking at like Jesus Bracamontes, Oscar Ruggeri, Daniel Guzman, Eduardo la Torre, oh, yeah. Hans
1: Westerhoff, <laughs> Benjamin Galindo, Juan Carlos. Hans, o- huh? Hans didn't come in as a coach. He came in like, to help with the with the, the youth, youth. Yeah, to help to help set up like like the youth teams.
0: Kind of like, and
1: then uh, they, they sort of like threw him in there.
0: Kind of like uh, Loco Biesla when he was at Atlas, right? He was in charge of like the youth, and then oh no,
1: he he but he demanded that. Like I think they they brought him in, and I think he said, "Man, your whole." your whole club is jacked up. Oh, uh, okay. I need to fix it before I could coach it. And uh, he's like, let me let me just work on some of this stuff. And we, I'll be like a GM and then I'll, I'll step in as coach. And I, so I think he did both. He did both, but uh, they, they did one Bielsa as coach look, from the get-go. But I think he, he yeah.
0: just... Uh, let me throw another name at you. Javier Ascar Gorta. Remember that? Remember that mustache?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that guy, man, his claim to fame was back in 94 because he qualified Bolivia to their first ever World Cup.
0: Oh, wow. And so that
1: that dude had worked with, um, so Bolivia had the Taguichi Aguilera Academy, and that was like, they ended up unearthing a lot of, like, top players. I believe uh, El Diablo Echeverri was one of them. But but it's like yeah. that, that Aguilera sort of gave birth to, like, their golden generation, and they end up qualifying to the World Cup. Wow. Even beating Brazil in the process. Wow. But, uh, Holy smokes. They, they, crashed, they crashed pretty bad at the World Cup because this was the World Cup where, uh, they, they said it was automatic red if you tackle from behind, oh. uh, and so we had um the Mexican ref. It's the first game, dude. It's the game opener, which is the defending champions Germany, and and it's against and Bolivia. Man, they're the noobs. They're the noobs, and and they're playing, and it's it's the opener, and and you have uh, the FIFA, all the top brass. Java launch, and everyone watching. And this, it was a Mexican ref, dude. His uh, name—I'll try and find him, name, but
0: it's kind of hard to find. His name
1: skips my mind right now, but it's a Mexican ref. And dude, it must have been one minute into the match. Echeverry does like a tackle from behind, and automatic red. And dude, that's that's like their—that was their Maradona right there, man. That was their Pio Valderrama. That was like really? their top dog and. To lose him two games? Arturo, i <laughs> No, Bricio Carter. It could have been Arturo, Bricio Carter. Um,
0: oh, yeah. Bricio. Yeah.
1: And, uh, and so...
0: He gave and, seven red cards. Holy smokes, bro. <laughs> that is and a... It was, it was a record at the time. Jesus.
1: Was, was one, and it is believed that a big reason why he he was so quick to red card Uh, Echeverry was because, you know, Avalanche was there and it was like they just implemented this rule and he was just there to impress the boss I guess, but Mm. it, man, he hurt he hurt Bolivia man, that that just sucks, (laughs) dude I, I think they would have given a better fight, Yeah. but that that's jacked up and it hurt them bad uh, but yeah. but that was Oscar Gorta, man. That was him. But that was in '94. He didn't come to like yeah.
0: 2000. What like, was it? 2005. Uh, 2000. But he hadn't
1: <laughs> he, he hadn't done anything since. Like like if you then go see his record, nothing nothing ever. Like you know that was just yeah his one
0: uh, his one
1: hurrah, and then that was that.
0: So we had Oscar Gorta, and then he didn't last long. We brought back Hans. Then uh, Chepo, then Ifrain, then Omar Ariano, and then Francisco Ramirez, Raúl Arias, José Real, Quirarte, Ambriz, Coyote, Van Chip. I mean, uh, tomato can after tomato can after tomato can. We had a a very short spell with Ricardo La Volpe until he molested one of the masseuses, uh, and then, like I said, man, this is the first time in a long time. In fact. Probably, i bet this is the biggest coach I've ever seen Chivas sign, and uh, well, I mean, yeah,
1: you're young, but uh, I'm young. They so did, they did have Leo Benhacker, who
0: oh, Dutch was, coach
1: who had coached Real Madrid. That was
0: uh, they. They brought him ninety-five.
1: They brought him back in, yeah, yeah back he, in ninety-five. He also coached and America. He ended up, he yeah, but he got there was a super Clásico. That got played, I think it was classical one on one. Don't quote me on that. But, but, um, America was being coached by Bielsa and, and she was by, by, um, Ben Hacker. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they won three to two. They started losing two zero and then they, they turned it around. But, uh, man, that's a long wow. time ago. That's like another lifetime ago, man.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so uh, another thing that I wanted to take away from that press conference is they, at the end, they kind of talked about um, Macias, and they said, hey, you know, uh, we're hearing all these rumors about him leaving, and Vucic said, you know, hey, you know, like the rumors are, you know, you you guys obviously know what's going on, Uh, you know, we would love to keep him here and have him go to Europe with his mind straight, you know, coming uh, leaving chivas with some silverware before he goes to europe um and you know uh the the whole time man Pelaz did not look happy he was just kind of like like he just had like some drama or some beef behind the scenes because uh, at the end oh. they asked uh, uh edgar uh he's like the new new hire for chivas tv he used to be on uh Tudene. he's like the little short guy with a high-pitched voice um Edgar said, oh, you know, uh, we saw pictures of Chicote, uh, circulating that he was like singing and stuff. Is he going to get in trouble for that? And he was like, no, he's not going to get in trouble for that. That was before, before the beginning of the season. That was like back in January. And then they said, uh, is Pocho Guzman returning to Chivas? And he's like, I said it again and I'll say it again one more time. Like FIFA is not allowing us for that transfer to go through. Uh, the doors are open for him to return, uh, at a future time. But as of right now, he's not returning for this season. And then, um, there was one more question that they asked him and he, he just looked irate, man. Like he was not, this wasn't a very like happy, Blaz, like the blast that we, we knew and loved, like when he first joined the club and said, we're uh, going to win t- titles, you know?
1: Yeah. We're not here to talk about the sensos. We're talk <laughs> about championships. Uh, and I do think it's a good possibility that Amari uh, just went over his head. And I hope Amari's not the type to just go with with just what the fans, you know? Because the fans are fickle. They, they, one, one moment they're happy, the next one they're not. They have some uh, unrealistic expectations. So I hope it wasn't that where he was, he, you know, all of a sudden just went along with it. Mm. Something very similar happened when when Chepo got sacked, um, where they he had a, a pretty bad start of the season, but his results were there because he had he had taken the team to the semifinals, which they they hadn't reached in a long time. Mm. Uh, they hadn't even been able to qualify to Liguilla. So I mean, this guy has you on semis with a with a decent squad, and you're gonna fire him. What, three games into the season, I believe, was that he was already looking to replace him until they brought Almeida, which was by, like, the fifth game or something like that. And it's like that, that that's just, you said, bad example of that, like, with with coaches that who's going to want to work Yeah. with you if if you're, especially a good coach, you know, yeah. a coach, you know, it's like, and if he does, it's like, he's charging you a lot of money. If you firing him, he doesn't care because... He just cashed out on like a three year contract,
0: yeah, if you, if so, you I mean if you look at like the our like just track record, you know, it's like Chivas don't treat anybody nicely, you know a lot of a lot of players leave super salty, like you know, with bolido and Pizarro, and you know a lot of players have kind of just left like through the back door and same thing with coaches, so it's like this doesn't really appeal. The Mourinhos, the Pochettinos, the, you know, the Guardioles of the world. Who the fuck wants to coach Chivas, man? <laughs>
1: it's or, like... or the Vientas, If, if the, that story is to believe that he he met with Vergara and then he ended up mm. turning it down because he said how he his wife was meddling too much.
0: Oh, wow. I mean, that was true. <laughs> <laughs> it was it meddling, true, man. It was
1: true, but... We don't really know. This is from a story that oh. Jorge Ramos made. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, he, he divulged in in his program, and then he, I think he repeated it at Full Picante. Um, but yeah, it's he said he got it through a, a very good source, you know.
0: Hmm. Yeah, you gotta love those. Um, <laughs> switching gears, kind of just wanted to recap. Uh, the double jornada. So, jornada tres. Uh, Pachuca kicked things off. They beat Querétaro 1 0. Cholos uh, and Tigres tied nil nil America Necaxa 1 1. Mazatlan, I think they got their first win ever 2 1 over Toluca. Cruz Azul 2 0 over Leon. Uh, Rayados and Santos 2 2. Chivas lost to Puebla at home 1 0. Juarez Pumas 1 1. Atlas and Atleti San Luis 1 1. And then today and yesterday, uh, the the Jornada Cuatro, uh, it was midweek. It was Necaxa beat Mazatlan. Uh, Pachuca beat, uh, lost to León 1-0. Tigres beats P- Puebla 2-1. Querétaro beat Cruz Azul 1-0. Uh, Chivas got their first victory of the season. They beat Juarez 2-0 on the road. Uh, Pumas and Rayados tied 1-1. Cholos and Atleti, uh, Atleti 1-2-0. Atlas today lost against Toluca two one in a very controversial uh, game that I'll talk about right now. And then América, uh, as as of right now, the game just ended. I think they they ended up winning three one and they're on top of the table, ten points in four games.
1: Yeah, and, and they looked at bad at the start of the season. And when we we're doing predictions, I I told you, gentlemen. Yeah, you did. I was like, I was like, Fiojo, man, I know. I know it's another coach that people, you know, they always say, "Oh, he's he's just a motivator." Ah, no, there's come on, there's more to that. I mean, we're, we're gonna start comparing them to some to some some of the best. It's, it's something else. But as a coach, he's I think he's proven himself time and time again. And and he wouldn't be doing the things he's doing if if that's all he had to himself, being a good motivator. Um, and he's he's gone through squats that are you know they've dismantled some of his squads or sold off some of the best players he's had uh controversies with, with players uh and, and injuries and he's he's always he's always qualifying the team um so yeah it's it's pretty pretty impressive he's been consistent for a long time now. So what what happened, man? I, what oh. happened with, with Toluca? Because I so did not see that game.
0: It was it was crazy. I only caught like the second half, but the referee, man, um, I had to look him up. Luis Enrique Santander, guy is trash, bro. He he called uh, all all three goals were penalties. Um, and what happened in the second half was it was one one, and then Toluca had a play on the outside it was it was on the edge of the box and the player just blatantly dove and uh the referee called the penalty and he did not go to VAR and then (laughs) yeah everybody was like dude that was like blatant uh dive you're not even gonna go to VAR for this one like you've already had two penalties in this game you know and then (laughs)
1: you know who Santander is
0: he he's uh he's,
1: he's the guy that refs the Chivas Tigres final.
0: He's uh he's on our payroll. Yeah, I'm aware of him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Supposedly, <laughs> so uh, I mean, if you're doing this, let, it, it, it makes it hard to defend them.
0: So uh, <laughs> so then check this out. So then uh, um, Sambu Sambuesa, he's a he's at Toluca now. He he puts it away. So Toluca are up two one immediately. Like oh, I want to say within two minutes another another sketchy-ass play inside the box, and Atlas, the defender, he just, like, kicks this guy in the box. Like, kicks... doesn't even go for the ball. Kicks him on the thigh. Guy falls down. <laughs> and the referee doesn't say a word. And then, finally, like, he, he's like, all right, let me review this one. And he actually takes his time to, like, review the play. And I'm like, is this guy literally going to call, like, his fourth penalty of the day? Like, and, and, and his second one in, like like literally the last two minutes and then you could see like he looks at the replay and then they zoom in on him and he's just like I'm not gonna do it (laughs) he's like I'm not gonna do it I'm "I'm scared to I'm scared to I I called the wrong penalty the one that wasn't a penalty a penalty and the one that is a penalty I'm just gonna let it go because I'm gonna get destroyed if I if I literally give them another penalty and it's 3-1 so it was just it was terrible man That guy needs to retire. Holy smokes!
1: Yeah, damn. Yeah, they need to. They sometimes they do. They they fine or they suspend. uh, You know some of these refs for bad performance. Send them to ref camp. Um,
0: (laughs) They should just send them to the MLS, bro. Torture them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you don't surprise Pumas because they're in third place. Um. And they're undefeated, and they lost. You know, we've mentioned it already. They lost their coach. I oh, think that's they're still right. with an interim. I, I think they're still with the interim guy. I think some Argentine. Mm-hmm. that was doing the youth teams. Forget his name. Uh, but but it's it's very interesting that they're they're maintaining. And in Puebla, out of nowhere, I don't think no one was expecting Puebla to have this type of start. But, but, um, what is it? Who, who's, who's, it's no surprise now. Atlas, disappointing again, <laughs> even though it's their last place, their last place, uh, but, you know, we, we thought they were going to be a bit better because Grupo Orlegi, who, who runs Santos, you know, they're the ones calling shots at Atlas. They even... Marquez? They're like, hey, dude, we don't need you here right now. Mm. And, uh, and that Marquez is in Spain. I think he's coaching a youth team.
0: Rafa, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, he's coaching some youth team over there. But but Atlas, man, that's that's they might be cursed. I think this this <laughs> team just they are cursed. You're not meant to win, man, and they're they're just whipping boys. You know, it's. <laughs> It's it's weird
0: because like they're shitty But they're not shitty enough to get relegated They're just right there Right on the border man They're just like
1: <laughs> They're the digger mix lump busters, man they're the, they're the They're the torta If you need to if you have a dry spell You have <laughs> at it without Atlas And <laughs> you feel good for a bit <laughs> 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 Oh my god uh like, i, I can it to their friends uh, i don't i don't think i could have lasted this long as to my last time i, I would have just uh, you, know? <laughs>
0: you know it's funny uh they might have the player with the best haircut of the season with victor malcora he has like the he's brought back the mullet but in 2020 style he's got the he's got the business in the front and then the dreads in the back, bro. It's like what oh, I have not seen this, bro. I have not seen this. This is, this is crazy, man. He's from Argentina, of course. Um, maybe oh, I'll...
1: they're keeping the mullet alive over there, man. Bro, is... if you could,
0: uh I'll, I'll see if I can send that to you. You Can see his hair, bro. It's it's pretty gnarly. Uh...
1: Yeah, they got a thing for mullets. Even that one kid, Luis Romero. The young kid that debuted in Spain, he was born in Mexico but oh. to Argentine parents, and he's like, you know, the part of the media was trying to do a push until this this interview came out, and he's like, he he pretty much said he his dream is to play for La Albiceleste. Oh damn, I'm looking at it. Yeah, that
0: yeah man. <laughs> party uh, business in the front, party in the back with the Rastafari. He's got the dreads um yeah man. uh funny that you mentioned that because Tom Marshall said that uh they're still keeping in contact with the family and that they presented them the project and that they have to take Whoa. the decision this was on August 12th uh um, oh,
1: well that's that's yeah not the long
0: but <laughs> I'm just like come on man I mean Does he have any association with Mexico? I mean...
1: He was born there. That's it. (laughs) Well, what more do you want, man? He was born in Mexican soil, man.
0: There's a lot of people that were born in Mexico. Uh, My favorite comedian, Louis C.K., born in Mexico.
1: He He claims it. He's never shied away from that. Um, Yeah, I know he doesn't live there, but...
0: You don't see us trying to cap Louis C.K. for the national team? (laughs)
1: No, he, he doesn't no, even like speak I, Spanish
0: he couldn't even do jokes in Spanish man but
1: no he doesn't yeah. but Mexico
0: if they were to assemble a all-star comedy you know like the Latin Kings of comedy you best believe they would try and poach him they'd be like hey <laughs> Nas is, it? It is Mexico Mexicano, you know
1: that, no I mean I think I think because they feel this guy could you know his potential to be really good yeah uh, I know I know they tried it with Neri. And they did eventually got him to play uh and and it's kind of the same again, so who knows man, who knows he might end up on the radio saying how he's he changed his mind, but who knows I, I don't know man
0: we'll see what happens uh chasing after a girl that nobody wants you know that doesn't want you rather it's just typical Mexico man um another big not big news but it is the thumbnail for today's podcast narco i mean marco fabian he's back in mexico (laughs) he's playing for ciudad de juarez and boy he he just looks so happy in his
1: (laughs) he looks so happy man (laughs) i saw that picture that dude he was probably hoping for mazatlan you know at least hang out in the coast (laughs) Got some stun, but he's 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 right in the border, man. Ouch! Yeah. It's it's like his his accountant was like, "Hey, dude, it's drying up. You better take a job."
0: <laughs> Your coffers are empty, man.
1: Yeah, that's wow. I don't know, man. The- I don't know what's going on with Marco Fabian. He's <sighs> he's Marco a talented Fabian. player, but he just. His mind doesn't seem to be on the football.
0: It's it's crazy because he he uh, had that spell in uh, Philly, and uh, they said, "Yeah, we're we're good, bro. Thank you for your 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 efforts here, but uh, we're not gonna be uh, extending your contract." So he left Philly and uh, went to Al Saeed the the the. The team where Xavi is coach. And then again, another free transfer uh to Juarez. So kind of crazy. He's had like three or four free transfers in his career. I mean, that just goes to show that there's something that um I you know what I think it is, it's his medical. Um I think he, he
1: his bad back
0: his back. He he injured his back because I remember he went to Ch- he was at Chivas and then he was sold to Frankfurt. Had an amazing time there, but then he got injured, and then um, there was gonna be he, he was gonna transfer somewhere else, and then the, it, it felt right
1: to like a Turkish. Yeah, one. it like it got- I think they sent his says back.
0: <laughs> I think it was like Galatasaray or uh, Fenerbahce, one of those two clubs, and then it just fell apart because he failed his <laughs> medical, and I think that's probably cause teams to like think twice about signing him because they know he has like if they if they looked at his car facts it's like show me the car facts I'm like oh man this guy this guy doesn't have a liver he's got a bad back I don't- <laughs>
1: uh. damn he's on one foot. well I guess we'll see we're gonna get to see how you know maybe he only has like 10 minutes you know worth of playing time in him yeah. Before he pulls his back or whatever. So, uh, damn. It's kind of sad sometimes to see some of these players, uh, very talented players, and then it's kind of their career sort of fizzle out like this, and they end yeah. up just playing in, in any club that's willing to give them a chance. We sort of side with Bofo, who was playing indoor soccer here oh, in the yeah. U.S. and Like then,
0: Chicago, I think, or some shit. Mm-hmm.
1: And then playing like, uh, playing, what, what were those called? Uh, playing at tailgates and shit. <laughs> 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 we'll kill you some asada and other beer you could drink. And he was, but, but yeah, that was, it's kind of sad, you know, you, you want to see some of these players at least retire, you know, at, at a club, uh,
0: yeah, I, I, dude. You know what's crazy is, I look at Fabian, and I look at La Trofies. I'm like, man, it's like history is repeating itself, bro. It's just like he's
1: holding the mirror. huh? he's holding the mirror for trophies.
0: I would. I'm disappointed that Chivas didn't sign Fabian, not even to play him, but just to be like, hey, Trofies, if you keep it up, bro, you're gonna end up like me.
1: <laughs> did, did you? <laughs> they need to scare him straight. See, did you see South Park where there was this? you could hire like an actor and then they would pretend to be that the kid from the future
0: oh no i haven't i haven't seen that
1: there it was it's pretty funny it's like you they, so they, it was like the same idea you had just to, to scare people straight yeah I, yeah that would that would be funny though man that's that's like you right there man like these trophies um damn but but yeah no i, I knew they were gonna I knew Chivas wasn't going to go after that guy. Just too many, just too much problems, especially discipline. And, and they, see, they still seem to ha- be having some of those. So, uh, but hopefully we're at the, we're at the tail end of that, you know, at Chivas, oh, this big party, this, this like Fred, Fred house that Chivas has become.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, there, <laughs> going back to um macias i guess somebody on twitter tweeted out hey uh his girlfriend is already posting photos on social media about her landing in, in um uh, is it san sebastian that's where real sociedad is i think yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: and he's like i don't have a girlfriend he responded, like, I don't have a
1: girlfriend. <laughs> oh, snap. It's the side chick. uh It's the side chick. This is the side sidekick. piece. This <laughs> is <laughs> just it's to stay warm at night. Oh, wow. Damn.
0: It's funny. Guess he bec- must
1: be pissed then if he's like, hey, man, you're throwing me under the bus here. <laughs>
0: It's just funny because like these rumors are picking up steam and like, oh, it's, it's yeah, yeah, you know, it's done. You know, he's, he's, he's already, he's already over there. He's, you know, cause there, it was weird because he played for uh, 60 minutes against Juarez. Uh, he he scored a penalty kick and uh, he got subbed out, which you never see Macias get subbed out. He got subbed out for uh, Alexis Vega um so like adding again adding more fuse of the fire like oh is it because he's going to spain after this game or you know they don't want to injure cause him injury so you know he can pass his medical you know like people already assuming that he's gone um but nothing's nothing certain yet and i think maybe they're pulling him prematurely because it's a doble jornada and, and chivas are going to have another game yes
1: yeah yeah and you want and um hadn't he been injured
0: I think so I think yeah with, yeah
1: and that's the other thing you don't wanna you don't want them to yeah to get injured again you want to bring them back slowly um but, but you're right you have to you have to rest some of these some of these players um and the doble jornada so Chivas will be going up against um, atleti At- atleti San Luis, um who they're coming out of a, a big win away to, to Cholos. Mm-hmm. So should is is Chivas playing at home?
0: Chivas um, uh, will be yeah. playing at home. They, yeah,
1: and so this will be should be Vuce's debut. Because uh, because um, what's his face Leano was the interim coach. Mm-hmm. So Leano is the youth guy, and he, he coached the game against against Juarez. Juarez um, mm-hmm. And so, but I think... And yeah, so originally they said he was going to coach the first two. Mm. Just a doble jornada. But I think Wusser might be like, all right, just, you know, take yeah. a seat.
0: There's already photos of Wusser uh in training. Like, he literally... Uh, the press conference was really funny. Uh, they had everybody already ready. And then they go to the, a live feed of him in a freaking bang bus. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like yo we're not even at the stadium yet but you know they're like asking him questions already as they're driving him to you know el estadio acron and i'm like yo what the hell's going on over here bro like you guys could have just waited until he gets there like no need to rush this thing and then uh yeah so i thought it was really funny but he he already had his first uh day of training today so um i yeah i think his debut will be against atleti san luis and you know, talk about a softball, you know what I mean? Like if there's any team that you would want to debut against, it's it's against a team that is, you know, new. Um, and, you know, you have a pretty good opportunity at home to, to get some points.
1: Yeah, they're definitely, yeah, at the lower end, uh, bottom of table teams, you know? So, yeah, you're right. You're right, that is, that is, if you're looking at the teams left to play, that is one of the, one of the teams that you would want to face.
0: Yeah, because the schedule starts to pick up after that. You know they'll play Toluca and then they'll play Pachuca, so a little bit more adversity there. But uh, jornada five is going to start tomorrow already, man. We're, we're they're wasting no time. You know you went a couple months without football, but now it's like every day it feels like they're playing. So Puebla Pachuca will kick off tomorrow, jornada five. And then uh, Chivas will play three o'clock on Saturday. So, uh, a lot of football these last couple of days. Also, uh, I forgot to to talk about some pretty some pretty big things that happened in Europe. Uh, Raúl Jiménez unfortunately uh, crashed out of the Europa League against Sevilla. He actually missed a penalty and he he got a lot of. Sl- his
1: first his first miss ever, right? If um, I'm not mistaken.
0: He's he's actually missed. He's missed before. But yeah.
1: Penalties uh, I don't
0: No, he he actually okay. Oh, no, 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 you're right. Uh I just oh, I'm pulling it up right now. It's the first time he's missed for the club.
1: Yeah, he's pretty sure thing when it comes to What a that. way
0: to miss, man. <laughs> before before that game, he had 26 out of 26 in all competitive games. yeah so uh yeah Raul Jimenez and wolves unfortunately crashed out of the Europa League and also uh Atleti uh the real atleti Madrid uh, crashed out of the Champions League uh today against Leipzig. and Hector Herrera was actually in the uh in the starting lineup he did not have a good game so uh some some player abroad action. It's definitely one of those uh, situations where uh, he uh, Herrera really has not been able to cement his position in the starting lineup. So for him to start today, it was kind of like, wow, okay. Big deal. But after his performance, there's kind of no surprise of why he is a substitute. Um, He just... I don't know, man. He was the captain in in a in a big club in Portugal, but it's a fisherman's league. You know, it doesn't really translate as well as the La Liga, which is you know arguably the, the most competitive league up there with the Premier League in the world. So it's just a different animal.
1: Oh man, well we'll probably be seeing him at <clears throat> Liga MX or or, or MLS soon. Ah, he's thirty. You he's know, a, well, yeah, but I mean, if if you're not getting a better club, if you're not key player at Leipzig, you're not you're not going to get any better offers, uh, you know. So it's it's maybe a couple mid table teams waiting for him. So you want to do that, or you want to?
0: I mean, Guardado's come still in here Guardado's and, still in Europe. You know, he's definitely not over the hump yet i think he still has plenty to, to yeah
1: but 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 compared like he's not in a big team that's why i'm saying he he could stay in in smaller clubs yeah and just hustle and and that's if or, you know nothing wrong with that is that's what you want but for some players they're like i could cash in on my fame mm. because and and you get all these perks of like you kind of have this like almost celebrity like status and and just have a more, you know. I guess I guess uh, more leisure time. I guess I should say, you know.
0: I don't. I don't think and there's uh, too many teams that can afford him right now. Uh, he's probably.
1: Over at- here, over here, they can. They, oh. they, they, so yeah, like Tigres, Tigres Monterrey, they they have the money to do. I it. don't think they have. Man, I know.
0: I don't think they got 24, yes, 24 million uh no,
1: no no they wouldn't buy him like that i mean yeah the yeah the season <clears throat> he wouldn't he wouldn't go for that that big amount maybe half like 10 Cause 10 million you know
0: he he uh he actually left porto as a free agent so he signed he i mean this is his first year with atleti you know what i mean so i don't know how long his contract is but there's no team that's going to be able to like in at least in america that's going to be able to North America that's gonna be able to afford him.
1: But you know you know what? A lot of times it's like, okay, so if he left on a free, Mm -hmm. why is it worth twenty four million? And a lot of times it's because of his wages, you know. Like they're paying their his wages are like oh yeah this amount. Oh yeah, he's getting paid. Sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes they're like a club is like, Okay, Mm -hmm. well, we might want to recoup this and and so that's why we're gonna value him this much. Uh, but I think that if he's not at that level, you're not even a starter. Um, yeah, no one's gonna pay. It's a it's a they're tough team pay to. That much it's for,
0: a it's a tough team to break into, man. I mean, they're is, mid, they're midfield. Is, I'm saying, their midfield is. That's why
1: if he if he was key, he would there would be a bunch of clubs knocking at the door trying to bring him in. Yeah, but that's that's just not the case. So I, I do I, I could see him like. Maybe just coming back over here, hey, man, hasn't he been like, oh, GQ came out like he he, he did his ears, he did his nose, and he's been, <laughs> he's been why he, he had to cover, hey, you want to be in Spain over there hustling every day like you're a noob, or yeah. come over here, man, you get to, you get, you get the, the what was it, the LA experience, man, Dodger game with with uh, J-Lo box right in front of you. <laughs> First pitch, Lakers. Dude,
0: oh, man. That's so why, funny. Why, dude?
1: Why? Why am I going to be in Spain getting up early and then <laughs> fucking still running 20 miles and trying to impress you guys for I don't need this shit. I already, it's already done a couple <laughs> World Cups. <laughs> don't put me by the beach, you know, nice house. I come and play over here with, <clears throat> you know, with these subpart defenders. I just. I only train, like, an hour a day. Boom. I mean, because, look, you work hard, man. You work hard. Eventually, you you want to get to enjoy this shit. You don't want to be, like, fucking, you know, grinding every day. Like, you can impress some fanboys, so they'll be, you know, (laughs) the same dudes that are going to forget about your ass once you retire. (laughs)
0: oh man it's funny man i mean you bring up (laughs) you bring up the other side of football that people don't think about you know it's like and then you look at people like vela you look at people like Chicharo, you know just chilling you know they're like they're playing at like 20 percent intensity you know but they're getting paid like they're 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 you know they're getting paid well you know so it's it's one of those things uh fun fact to
1: stay to stay no just really quick because it's really difficult to maintain, like to stay in this Competitive. really high level, and yeah. it's like it's like the kind of CR7 is what makes him so impressive. But that dude works really hard, man. Oh yeah. Even in this, even when it's like his preseason, this guy's still going ham, and and that's that's what you know puts him out there. But there's very few this guys got a... like that that are like in in yeah like the Slatons <laughs> and all of that. It's 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 they're like in a minority. And then for the rest of the players, a lot of them don't have a choice. That's why they have to like hustle, and they're at the tail end of their career, and it's like, okay, I need to I okay, retire,
0: I got to go to Juárez. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to end up with Juárez.
0: <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pay my bills. Uh, who wants me, Juárez? Ah, uh, all right, man. I guess I'll have hey, to.
1: At least retiring no money to to have your own oxo. <laughs> you know, cause these dudes have lifestyles that cost a lot of money like oh, man. you know property tax and all this stuff man come on that's yeah that's and if you're not making the money you are that's you're gonna have to start selling cars and all that <laughs> uh,
0: so you're gonna have to no start longer. start uh making commercials you know <laughs> you're like this you're like the spokesperson yeah. of like some you know I don't know. What are, what are the pinguinos. What's the little little uh pastries? Marinela. marinela.
1: <laughs> like yeah, <are> chocolate cupcake.
0: <laughs> you're like on the little you're like on the little face of the of the little Twinkies over there.
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: <laughs> oh man. Uh fun a little fun story about Hector Herrera. Uh he had a really I mean with any Any kid trying to break out professionally, but he was struggling really, really hard, and his girlfriend was saying, "Yeah, you know, you should just give up on football." So uh, he he didn't listen to his girl, which is good, (laughs) because he wouldn't have had that facelift if he would have listened to her. So
1: (laughs) it did, man. These two women got off
0: because he was like, uh, I want to say he was like, he was just. He just couldn't really break into the, to the, the 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 first side at Pachuca. You know he was, he was like in Tampico and all these other obscure clubs in Mexico. But he made it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he's he's been good at the national team. So, a ver que, a ver si we'll see if we'll see him going into the next World Cup. Who knows?
0: Yeah. We'll we
1: got the, the young guys like Beltran knocking at the to tour, So. Um, we'll see what happens. There's really,
0: uh, I saw a tweet earlier this week uh, from Concacaf about that they were going to announce the procedure for the qualifiers. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find it. It's going to take place on the 19th, so we're we're gonna have some more information about how the hell. This qualification is gonna go go down. Obviously, there, you know, because of COVID, everything kind of got pushed back. So, I mean, we're only what a year and a half away from the World Cup, which is kind of crazy. Or is that right? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, man, it's catching <laughs> up. Yeah, you're gonna see the first World Cup to be played in empty stadiums.
0: Probably, and uh, it'll be the first World Cup in the winter too.
1: It'll be a cheaper one. I don't see. I wonder how many people will be willing to travel. You know. Um, I
0: think people will be willing to travel. I think the question will be: Will they be allowed to travel? Especially for the folks that's true here in the great country of America. I'm sure for the rest of the world, nobody wants to deal with our infected asses. So it's going to be, <laughs> I'm going to have to, <laughs> gonna I'm going to have to use my Mexican passport to get the hell out of here, man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, Mexico's having a surge and COVID. So they, yeah, that passport might also be blocked. That, dude. Yeah,
0: dude. It's crazy. Cause you're right. You know, it could be the first world cup that we're not going to have any fans. And at that point, why even have the world cup? Just push it's it back.
1: They'll have that thing, but, uh, temperature checks Dude, if you have the cold you're not seeing the game
0: <clears throat> yeah and uh, they're also very strict about like alcohol and women so it'll be very interesting to see how this World Cup pans out I think they're gonna have like designated areas where you can drink but they're gonna be not at the stadium so it'll be weird oh,
1: yeah for the heathens <laughs> alright alright man
0: um yeah I think we pretty much covered everything um Well, we're, we're gonna see how this this new story unfolds for Chivas you know um with Vucic at the wheel uh if he can't help us man nobody can <laughs> you know like <laughs> this guy this guy's supposed to
1: I think he'll be fine I think then I was fine too all of a sudden all these guys that were sick or injured returned. <laughs> when he's gone uh, I think he'll be fine dude I don't know whether he's gonna be what fans are hoping is something else but this guy knows what he's doing you know he won't I don't think he'll crash the, the ship
0: yeah I mean also I mean here's the thing this is his first big club I mean he hasn't coached America has he 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 hasn't coached, you know. This is the biggest club he's ever had. Um, yeah. So it's like this is a different animal, man. This is you like you see you see players and you see coaches that just can't handle the 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 pressure, you know, the expectations. Because this is a this isn't Leon. This isn't Tecos.
1: True. The spotlight will be more on him, but I, I do think, you know, I, I do think he's been around long enough that he's not like a rookie or anything so yeah i do think that's gonna help him just that he has that experience i mean when he was at queretaro i think they brought him in and he knew how to manage Ronaldinho because uh
0: um by night starting him <laughs> i
1: mean he didn't play <laughs> but he 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 did that so it kind of shows his character uh because because uh what was his name um nacho was like losing the squad and and just from what we heard you know he, uh-huh. he was having a hard time controlling them and then Busek came in and was like you know he just laid down the law and he took him all the way to the final
0: yeah and was he, he actually yeah. he actually beat chivas uh in in a final in the Copa Copa Mekis. yeah I I don't forget that Joel, are you still there? Oh, no. I lost Joel. What happened? Uh, Hold on. Ah, Joel. Are you still there?
1: Yes, I'm here. You were saying something about Puse. And final like with Ronaldinho. Oh, uh, no, I don't think
0: Ronaldinho was there anymore. But it was a Copa Mequinez final, and then I think they beat Chivas in penalties. Um, but he was he was at the he was at the helm at the time. So. Yeah,
1: well, that's that's the first that's the first trophy for Querétaro, first division championship. Wow, uh, it's not league, but it's still yeah, it's like their first he title. Put some, he put something in their vitrinas, man. Not even Nadlas has that. We're gonna just kick them while they're down. Oh my god, (laughs) dude. Because, look, even Veracruz won a Copa MX. Damn. I mean, Veracruz wasn't even paying their players, man. And so, what's going on? Atlas,
0: how can you see
1: Veracruz winning, dude? And their their players aren't even getting paid. You're supposed to have these canteranos that bleed through the jersey, and you guys can't even muster that.
0: They, so got yeah, a, that's, they got a bunch of Argentines. They got a bunch of Argentines in the team, man. They don't even have they don't they don't even have like the the cantera anymore, you know? Like they used to be known so for supposedly, having Supposedly. Huh?
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I mean supposedly they they I mean you know they still have some some players there. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um we'll see what happens with the uh, the King Midas. I, I do hope we could he could put that, you know, his winning touch.
0: That that winning touch, I think uh the the biggest improvement we'll see is just the mindset, the mentality. Um, you know, fix the you know, maybe not send them to Colombia uh, para pedir me <laughs>
1: uh that,
0: um, but uh,
1: asking for handouts.
0: Oh my god. But hopefully, you know, he can he can I mean, we we're just coming off a, a two-goal victory, our first two goals of the season. We got a we got plenty of talent, we got speed. Now it's just like putting it all together with the right coach. This is the Chews was – you know, they got they got uh 12 spots, you know. They can they can finish in the 12th 12th seed. It doesn't really matter, but once you get to the playoffs, that's a completely different animal and he's got a really good track record, so I'm excited to see what he does. On Saturday at 3 p.m.
1: Yeah. And then look, it's 12. So it's 18 teams, but you don't count yourself. So it's 12 out of 17. But then we automatically discount Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's six. So, it's kind of hard not to. You're going to have to try not to qualify, man. It's. <laughs> I think it's going to be harder to not qualify to Ligia than <laughs> to actually qualify to Ligia. That's,
0: that. that's actually right, you know? It's like <laughs> it's harder to not make it than it is to, to make it, man.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, and then you got these smaller teams like, like Mazatlán, San Luis, that they don't have that much staff uh, that are going to hurt somewhere down the line with injuries and whatnot. So, I mean... Yeah, you had, uh, Juarez, Mazatlán, um, Atlético San Luis, the Gaxa. The That's already yeah, that, yeah. You already got a bunch of teams already. They were just <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and <So.
1: laughs> and and it's a shame
0: that there's no there's no punishment for 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 you know last place. There's no re- regulation, at least for the next two years. So.
1: Yeah, they won't be relegation, so that's that's not, you know, you, as a team, you don't have to worry about it.
0: They should at least, um, like, uh, they should they should still find some way to punish the team. Uh, in the MLS, they give the the shittiest team the wooden spoon, but Mexico being <laughs> Mexico, they should just make them wear, <laughs> like, paper bags over their heads.
1: Atlas <laughs> would have the, the gold spoon by now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> At least they would have something in the, in the cabinet, man
1: <laughs> This would be cool Like, I, you know, you could level up on guns and Call of Duty <laughs> Obsidian Spoon, man like-
0: it's like it went from like wood to like uh you know aluminum and then uh, since they're so you know you just you just they would, they would have them the platinum <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm serious they should wear like paper bags over their heads while they play like just for like the first game of the season because they were the shittiest team you know there's no other punishment you can't regulate these guys you know you should you should find some way to shame them.
1: It should, yeah, you know, what, you're right, it should be. They, or, or you have to make every team you have to do the you have to do the um, you know, what they do in Spain, like for I think they only do it at the start of the season. So the team that won when when they play their first game, the other oh, they yeah, do like uh,
0: they do the they, um standing ovation thing where like they they like line up they, and then yeah, they
1: what it's called, yeah,
0: they like they clap, and was, yeah
1: so they're gonna you're gonna have to do that like for every game dude you know <laughs> just nothing. up and...
0: nah they, they should be they should uh they should make them come out every game with paper bags over their heads and everyone gets to laugh at them
1: <laughs> just those paper bags for a bunch of the anthems are played right so I think you'll be able to run around like that uh, <laughs> oh man Shit. well yeah well, there we there we go man
0: we got everything wrapped up for uh jornada tres and cuatro next week we'll we'll be talking about the the results that will happen uh tomorrow and and this weekend and then we'll see how there again without failure there's always some kind of novella chisme and drama going on in the league so uh we'll keep you guys posted on twitter um, but yeah, thank everyone for, uh, and the YouTube, YouTube was live today, man. There was a lot of people listening. And so thank you guys for listening. And oh, also I want to uh, apologize for the last episode. We had some, some technical difficulties. So the audio is, is shit. And, uh, unfortunately the file got corrupted. So you guys won't be able to, to ever listen to it. And man, there's a lot of shit we said on that one. So it's just lost in the archives. Um, but yeah, well, thanks for, uh, for hopping on tonight. Do you got any, uh, any closing thoughts?
1: That's just it, man. Because Liga makes it's harder to miss Liga than to qualify.
0: <laughs> Let's it's go. Still, it's
1: still fun. It's still fun to watch.
0: <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good night. Thank you for listening.